What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome, brothers and sisters from within the United States and around the world. Tonight is obviously uh, May 23rd, 2019. And you are listening to the Aryan Nation Sadistic Soul Soccer Club Top Shoe Radio Broadcast. I'm your co-host tonight, SSJD. Brother Mel. Right now, um, hopefully he'll call in. If he doesn't, this will be a very short show. Um, Brother Mel and family are at Buckhorn, Missouri for the Freedom of the Road Rallies. Happens every Memorial Day weekend. Brother Mel and family has been out there for several years. I believe Mel stated the tents are set up and everybody is getting ready to party. I can only wish that I was there. It's about to be summer. It's time to get out and ride. Have fun with your like-minded brothers. As we gather with our families for what our form of solidarity is and shared experiences, and as we break bread at the table, which is the fundamental foundation of any solid organization, as we are, And as others get sued for $3 million from a single individual for minor injuries at a rally, we sit back and we watch and we listen and we learn from the stupidity of others. The Aryan Nation Sadistic Souls Motorcycle Club has done from its conception, from its creation, everything 100% legal. We have stated that 
a thousand times on 500 plus shows. As we have stated that in the past, we don't do rallies, especially ones that are organized by us. Freedom of the Road rallies is a biker organized function. We have no agenda there, nor voice, our opinions in any way, shape, or form. But it's really funny. Everyone knows we're there. There's a lot of things that have gone on this past week with other organizations being sued for what they thought was right in their own ideology. Now it's being carried out as far as terroristic views or terroristic in uh, as far as mob actions or whatever whatever you want to claim i'm not gonna um i'm not gonna comment on the organizations and i'm not gonna comment everybody knows it's charlotte's charlottesville um but i'm not gonna con i'm not gonna give anybody credit because there's no credit to be due to be a white preservationist it's not illegal. I'm entitled to my beliefs, just like everybody else is, is entitled to their beliefs. Some might say, I have ter terroristic views, and I and I and basically my ideology. I can swear to you tonight that is the furthest thing from the truth. This is my country. I believe in the founders of this country. I believe in the framework of the Constitution by the founders of this country. And I believe in this country. And therefore, I basically, I, I, I'm so pissed that anybody would regard me as a terrorist or the organization that I am associated with. That is repulsive in, in many ways, shapes, and forms. I feel personally that I am more American, as well as this organization is more American in which I belong then you fucking fence sitters. And sellouts of white mankind. Yeah, I said that. Sound like a terrorist? I don't think so. Do I like being with my like minded brothers? Do I like being with white people? Yes, I do. Is that illegal? If it is, show me where. Show me where in the Constitution of the United States of America it says that being white and like-minded 
within an organization is illegal. That's not. Tell me where my views are terroristic and I should be persecuted alongside Al-Qaeda. That is such bullshit on every single level. I, I can't even contemplate, let alone ascertain how anybody ever came to that conclusion. That is so stupid. I, I just, my God, you know, I, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's asinine, really, to be honest with you. But I'm really waiting for uh, Brother Mel uh, from Buckhorn Inn, some of our family members down there, you know, having a good time to call in. But if they don't, then, you know, this will be a short show. You know, we've always stated in the past that we don't do rallies. We don't yell through a bullhorn. It's counterproductive. Hey, JB. Hey, Not to bro. cut in on you, but I'm about to hop on my bike and run to Buckhorn, and, and I'll call you from there. And Brooke's going to try to talk to you on the way there as long as she can without losing you. And I'm going to put her on my phone. If she loses you at the end of the drive, she'll call back in as a guest on her own phone. <laughs> oh, is she uh, driving the van? Yeah, and then she'll be able to talk to you and keep uh, co-host for you till we get up there, and then I'll take over from there. It's not very far away. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I thought you guys were already up there. That's why I went ahead and started the show. I figured you're all having a, a blast. And no, I had to come home. I had to get a quick shower real quick and get some more gear and get up there. I even forgot. Well, I, thought we were con- I thought we were considered dirty, greasy bikers, bro. What are you doing taking a shower? Oh, I needed one. Oh, he sweated his ass <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I was going to hold down the fort and uh, do the best I could for as long as I possibly could. But, yeah, crank up your bike and get up there. I, I imagine Brother RJ and everybody else is up there right now. Yeah, RJ's up there. Hey, grab that weed eater and throw it in the van. Jesse, grab the weed eater and put it in the van. Just do it, please. All right. Uh, it's just been crazy all day trying to get everything going and ready. Yeah. Oh, I bet. There's never trying a function that we, you know, there's never a function that we attend, attend or a function that we, you know, have that isn't crazy. <laughs> I know. And then it's a muddy mess there, too, so that made it even worse. I got the damn van stuck back there. Mel had to push me out. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's, rain, it's rained for days and days. Uh, we have uh, several... So we have several counties that are flooded here in uh, the Midwest, and, I mean, it's just it's just phenomenal, you know, and... and I feel sorry for the the farmers that, you know, 
I, I was going on a, a turnpike to, uh, today and um, there, there's just wheat fields, you know, field, basically just fields that were plowed ready for whatever, you know, whatever they were going to plant that are four foot in, in underwater. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to drive up produce cost and uh, uh, bread prices and everything else. I mean, you know, we rely on these farmers to produce um, crops. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I hear Mel's He's got the mic. Rolling. Hold on. That. Oh, let me hit the van. There. Now I can hear you. All right. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, hold on. My other phone was going off. Yeah, I'm in the van and it's still like god dang loud. No, oh, I know. It's a Harley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from the pictures that Mel has sent, I mean that that, that poor guy's been on on a on a fucking tractor all week, leveling and Putting out rock and everything else, and I'm surprised he ain't got that damn uh, track. You know the uh, that uh, bobcat stuck. Nope, not gonna happen. That thing's running on tank tracks. I got oh, I know. Me but... rent. The front uh, compression release ain't all the way tight. I could hear it chirping, and I looked down there, and I could see the washer spinning. Not good. Dude. So I had to shut it down no. real quick. And... Crank that front one in a little better. Uh, uh, boy, I busted my nuts polishing this bike, and I see where I dragged my wax rag over some parts that I cleaned, and uh, the rain didn't even wash the wax off of. Ain't <laughs> 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 that a bitch? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to roll. I just put. Uh, the compression releases in, and uh, I didn't realize I didn't have that front one all the way tight. It seemed like it was tight, but they go down in that little socket a little bit, kind of like a spark plug, and the wrench don't quite cut it. And I don't think you can get a yeah, you could get a ratchet over top of that, but uh, I didn't bring a ratchet. A little, it'd take a real thin walled socket. Uh, but boy, the I don't even Fire know if truck. I have a compression release on mine. Yours is a fucking uh, Screaming Eagle. Yeah, it's all hot rod. No, I don't think you do. You got regular stock bike, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got Screaming Eagle racing pistons, and uh, they're flat top. It's all stroked out. I got a stroker kit in it with the long arms and the flat top pistons. Oh yeah, it's all racing parts. Screaming Eagle racing parts. Every part on it uh, has the black, the crossed flag, the cross checkered flags. Uh, not for public use. 
so um, that's the deal. Once these go come back out, you're gonna have to fucking rethread that thing. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll take it up to Chuck. You guys, uh, you guys camping by the Christian bike riders again? Yeah, I mean that's it's really a nice spot there. They they camp by us. Okay. Well, yeah, they feed you guys too, man. <laughs> Uh-huh. They feed you guys too. They feed you oh, too, they don't feed they? The whole camp. Yeah, they feed the whole camp on uh, Sunday or Saturday. Uh, they go around and get every club out there and invite them over to their uh, tent and uh, eat. Moving the whole Okay, the old one back in. I took them out. The threads are fucked up. Let me see if it was going to leak. Let me see it. Hey, if you take those out, you're fine. Was that bell taken off again? You got them old ones? All right. Love you. Oh Lord. <sighs> I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to name this um this show um Mel and Brooks Awesome Adventure. Jesus, Germany. <laughs> we did all that stuff today, and he's been good working on his. Cam gravel and getting every all that everything done. And he didn't do nothing with his bike, so now it's just kind of half-assing it. Uh, I don't know. It's rough. We we need like a, a full-time mechanic to just live with us. <laughs> yeah, I might be looking for a job here pretty soon. There you go. You you come right on down. I've 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 worked forty six hours in the past three days. Oh really? Yeah. That oh. don't sound like no fun at all. Nah. Get my ass handed to me. It's like you know what? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, I I took a vacation day for today, and I got all sorts of messages about, uh, well, if you're not going to be at work, we're not coming to work either. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Oh, my God. They're spoiled. I got them all fucking spoiled, apparently. Plus my boss yeah, is a raging bitch, so whenever I'm there, she don't really come around and bother anybody. Yeah, Brooke, but you work hard. I mean, you know, we all do in the club. We all work hard. Well, I mean, we, we, that that's not true. The, the boss is retired. Right, right. But he's working, at, working hard at having fun. Yeah, I bet. 
You see that uh, that text message I sent out to Desi? I said, must be nice to be retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish I was retired. I tell you, I'd be right along with them, guys. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to call boss and see if he needs a son. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Because I like to be retired. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's working shit for the birds. Yeah, it is. And it's just getting worse. You know, I I don't know what it was like back in the day for those folks that worked, you know. them. I mean, they did some shit, shit, shit jobs, like in them coal mines and stuff like that. And the factories weren't nothing like what we got now, you know. And but they still day after day trump their ass right on in there to make that make that dollar. And and uh, I'm just I'm just real glad that it was instilled on me how to work hard, and not just be some slacker living off the government and not pulling my own weight. We're screwed pretty soon when all them people take over. Oh, you're talking about the dummies? Yeah, our our kids and, and then their kids are just going to learn to be even worse than them, you know. I mean, my boy, he he just graduated and he had a job that next Monday he went and started working, you know. But... Most of them kids probably aren't going to do that. I'm pretty sure they'll get a job. And then they'll be late, and they won't go, and then they'll get fired, and then they'll go get another job, and then they, you know, there's there's a lack of, uh, I don't know the word for it, uh, like, I take pride. I take pride in my job. I don't know what kind of stuff it is, but I'm going to take it. I just my ability is not going to do it, you know. And I don't have that. A lot these days don't have that. Hell, even a lot of adults don't have that anymore. No, they don't have the make something of their lives. They, you know, they want the government to do everything for them, you know, give them, you know, uh, food, food stamps and everything else. Well, it looks like we lost Sister Brooke uh, temporarily. Um... One thing I can tell you about Sister Brooke, she does go out there, she does work, she holds down the fort. Um, is she uh, is part of the WAU, which basically uh, um, in our organization means uh, she's part of the Women's Auxiliary Unit. They do things for us men in order for us to conduct business and they do um they do work as far as um 
you know, male planning and, you know, and, and basically for us to have a good time. I mean, they, you know, they don't get a, they don't get a lot of credit and, um, but they do get the credit that, you know, sometimes is due to them, but not, not often. And I mean, the, you know, without them, uh, I mean, they, they do help out a bunch and, um, sister Brooke is one of them that, uh, be the first one, uh, cooking breakfast, doing dishes, doing whatever is necessary. There's not a lot of women out there that I can say that I've ever met like sister Brooke that, um, will just get down and, and get it done. Today's women, I guess, you know, I, I was married and when I said I do, I did everything. I cooked, I cleaned, I did laundry, I cut grass, I did everything. So where was the benefits in that? And I'm not trying to trying to be a male chauvinist pig in, by any way, straight, way, shape, or form, or stretch of the imagination. Um, but there was no halfway point, I guess you could say. There wasn't, hey, you do this, and I, and then, and then I'll do that. You know what I mean? It was. Um, well, basically, I did everything. So, I mean, obviously, that's not going to last. And it didn't. She ended up going to her mother's to visit for the weekend, and I said I was going to go fishing. I was told I had to clean the house before I went fishing. Funny story, guys. I did clean the house. I packed up and I moved out. And divorced her might be pretty extreme in some people's eyes but not extreme in mine if you're going to do something then i should be able to do something be able to do something you're going to go visit your mother i should at least go be able to go fishing i, I just didn't see the fairness, I mean, you know, it takes two to make a relationship, but obviously the person I met felt that the relationship required for me to do everything and her nothing. So our WAU uh, women uh, auxiliary unit, they do a lot. an extreme amount of, of, of work. Um, but I mean, every organization needs that. I mean, there needs to be somebody to, uh, and, 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 and do not take me lightly when I say that we do a lot of work also. I mean, you can't pull off our family oriented events and they go successfully. It takes everybody to run an event. 
literally everybody to run an event. An event doesn't happen unless everybody is a part of it. You know, I sit here and I look at the uh, white power bowel movement. I look at the ass nine clowns that are part of this movement. I'm not a part of this movement. I'm a part of an organization that, yeah, we do our own thing, but also we don't do what they do. I mean, there, I mean, there's idiots out there that have half beards and, and, you know, I mean, it just goes on and on and on, you know. I don't know if that is a show for society or a show for uh, politicians or uh, the federal government or whatever, but I mean, I'm going to act like I act normally. I'm going to act like a human being. I'm going to look like a human being. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to pay my taxes. I'm going to do what is necessary. But I mean, there, I've looked at some of these individuals in this so-called white supremacy <laughs> and I just shake my head literally I shake my head for the mere fact that Pastor Butler said pick a torch and carry on Pastor Butler did not say, be a freak of society. To hide behind your ideology or religion by making yourself crazy or claiming that you were not a child molester. It just I could go on and on and on. Let's go with this um, Charlotte victim sues white nationalist group leaders. Well, I'm not going to mention the leaders. But this Ohio man that was injured in 2017. Hold on a sec. But this Ohio man was struck by the by the idiot that was driving the car that killed somebody. Now he suffers from concussion. He had a, he suffered from a concussion, injuries to a left knee and arm, and an eye that also was swollen shut. And he also claims he watched the individual that was that was that was killed die. <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
This individual continues to suffer deep to deliberately. <laughs> I just can't believe this bullshit. Deliberating psychological and emotional distress that prevents this individual from resuming his former life. The physical injuries of stain require constant or continued uh, to require extensive and medical treatments. Hold on. So there's a lot of individuals um, named in this lawsuit that they claim are neo-Nazi, neo-fascist, Klansmen, and white supremacists, and white nationalists, and the two states they embrace and expose racist and anti-Semitic, sexist, homophobic, and Zionist ideologies. And basically, they uh, are a criminal influence organization that incites terrorist violence. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I I made it back. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I was just going over some of the, uh, the some of the lawsuit and whatnot, and then I also stated that you know you work so hard along with the other WAU members, you know, and uh, uh, how much work you guys do, and you know that it takes everybody to uh, run a function and, and to organize a. A function. Jimmy Christmas, man. <laughs> oh, I guess it's a work wanting to come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm going to answer the phone. Yeah. Uh, what about, what, with the lawsuit, is that what he's talking about? Yeah, I was talking about the lawsuit, and you know how this individual was, you know, continu- continues to suffer <laughs> debilitating psychological and emotional distress, and prevents him from resum- resuming his formal life and the physical injuries he re- sustained. Really sustained the same physical injuries you would sustain in a bar fight. Yeah. And that's worth $3 million. 
Is it, uh, is this the one with the guy in the car or whatever that ran that girl? Yeah, 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 that same one. I'm not mentioning any names because they're not due credit because, you know, like Mel said, that uh, obviously they've been listening to our show and uh, we bailed them out once and, and I don't feel that we need to bail them out again. I, I just don't. I, you know, let them, uh, you know, like I said in my opening um, statement that um, uh, we watch, we listen, and we learn from the stupidity of others. Yeah, and some don't. Some just keep doing the same, some same stuff over and over, thinking they're going to get a different outcome. <laughs> well, you know, I understand, you know, um, trying to save statues of our of our historic past because so many of them have been torn down and i stated a long time ago when dylan roof did what he did in that church in south carolina that the repercussions were going to be greater than we could ever foresee i was correct in that assessment yeah yeah, and, you know, until people wake up and realize what's really going on, then it's just going to keep happening, you know. Uh, they, they, Everybody's blind to what what's going on anymore. They just, they're like, they're like ostriches. They got their head in the fucking sand because they don't want to see what's going on. They, they got their happy little life in, in, their, um, in their homes and stuff but they don't realize what that does across America when everybody does that. You guys, they're just letting everything go and not caring what's going on with our country. They think it's great. Oh, I got a job and I can, I got my internet, my phone, my kids got their phones and they're happy and, and that's that's what they care about. They don't care about nothing else. Yeah, my kids got the $100 pair of jeans and $200 pair of shoes. Life is good. Yeah, yeah, they don't care what's going on in the government, what kind of laws are being passed, what, I mean, just even with this, oh, that gender bullshit. I mean, they don't under, they're letting they're, like, pushing their children into this shit because they're too fucking weak to, and blind to fight back and say, no, that is not right. That's not the way it should be, you know? And, and that just goes across the board for everything that they're laying down and letting happen. With this gender issue. We look, issue, like, we with, look with this... like the bad guys because we say what we feel about it. Well, you guys are the ones that are the bad guys because you're laying down and letting it go on and not saying anything. You just cover your heads up and let it be. Don't look. Yeah. I mean, tell me what Bible accepts same-sex marriage Tell me what Bible church accepts faggotry, I guess you want to say. It would be a harsh word, I guess, but, you know, I, I really don't care at this point. Um, 
You know, it wasn't Adam and Adam that walked up the hill. It was Adam and Eve. It right. wasn't Eve and Eve that walked up the hill. It was Adam and Eve. So I, I just don't... Maybe I'm too old school, but I don't see that I'm too old school due to the mere fact that I cannot find a single Bible, not even the Satanic Bible, that would accept faggotry. Yeah. Assad. No. No. And even if, even even uh, as I know a lot of people don't take marriage um, as heavy as they used to and that's another thing that has has crushed our nation is that marriage is nothing to anybody anymore you know back in the day i mean that was a high standard thing like you get married and that's that and and you or you guys work through your shit and you carry on you and your partners and now it's just so willy-nilly oh i got married I know so many people that get married, and then in less than one year, they are divorced. Hell, this one girl, she didn't even last three months, and they're getting divorced. I'm like, what, did you guys not know each other before you got married? I mean, I don't understand how just signing that piece of paper and and saying those words to each other, that everything changed so bad that you can't stand each other anymore. Well, in my case, it did. I mean, you know, um, I, I, I don't know if you heard my I do, and I did everything part of the uh, part of this program, but I mean, I, I really did do everything. And I, I thought marriage was, you know, a, 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 a union of, a, a, you know, marriage is a union of a man and a woman. Not a woman and a woman, or a man and a man, but a union of a man and a woman, and everything was supposed to be not hunky dory. But I mean, hell, if, if, if I cook dinner, then you should do the dishes. I mean, I, I don't think that's too much to ask. But I was doing dinner and doing the dishes. If I, you know, right. taking out the trash, you know, doing the laundry, cutting the grass, and I'm like, you know, I was doing this bullshit back when I was a bachelor. Why did I get married? I, I actually had more fun being single. You know what I mean? Because I could do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. But yeah, right. she mothers that she didn't like that was two hours away. But yet when I said, hey, well, I'm going to go fishing. And I was told that I needed to clean the house prior to going fishing. Um, I cleaned the house all right. I packed up my shit and moved out. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, there was no fairness. And, and then every time. If she wasn't willing to have, you know, try to work on stuff with you, then, I mean, I, there's really no fight there. I, I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's different if you guys, that's the whole thing. Both parties have to be willing to work together and, and uh you know uh compromise and and things like that but if one side is is not willing to work or compromise none whatsoever then it's <coughs> kind of hard i mean you're just kind of either stuck living that life or you i guess you just move on i suppose 
Uh, well, I mean, when, you know, the compromise has to be on my part of the end, and I don't need to be where I, what, in, in the position I am with the, with the company, and I need to demote myself in order to spend more time as a family when she comes home and sits on the couch and watches Days of Our Lives or whatever the fuck she's doing. She's working 30 hours a week. I'm working 50 hours a week. I'm like, um, you know, we could spend more time of, as a family if we actually worked as a unit as a family and not, you know, everything being one sided, but she couldn't see that picture. And I was like, you know, I mean, hey, I, I was not the asshole. I mean, I bought, I bought fresh cut flowers every week, you know, put in vases and did everything else. I was a nice guy. I got took advantage of, and um, basically it just went from there. And, you know, it was just to the point to where, Everything was one. Oh well, we need to spend more time as a family. I said, well, then you need to get off the couch after your thirty-hour work week and help help do some of these chores around here that I've been doing for the last six, eight months. That was unacceptable yeah. in eyes, and and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, Mel, Mel is the one that stays home and takes care of all that stuff, but I know how old it gets. So I do pitch in. I come home from work, and I'll jump in and finish the dishes and while he's cooking, and or I'll do do laundry. I mean, I don't care to help out around the house. I, even though I do work, you know, my 40, 50, 60 hours, whatever I'm working, but I I understand that it sucks. I mean, doing it every day, all day, the same thing. I mean, I know it gets old and, and you get tired of it, so I try to give him a break, you know, help him out. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to do it all the time. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, yeah, going to work and then doing, you know, coming home and doing it all, it just got but, you know, to the point to where. Then I was doing it anyway, so, you know. Right. That's how I look at it. <clears throat> Well, at least Mel cooks dinner. Shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, I've been on. I've been on the phone with Mel. Hey, man, Brooks. Brooks on her way home. I need to cook dinner. I gotta go. You know, they're all like, oh, okay, man. You know, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. You have you have chores and duties and you know whatnot and you know I and I don't hold them up, but I mean. It's got to be a, it's got to be a, a, it's not just a, a union, it's a partnership. And if you're, if you're not partners, then there is no marriage. Right, right. And I, I mean, I just, like I said, I just don't understand, you know, them marriages that last like three months. I don't know if they like hold out. And and not show that person who they really are until after they're married, like that. I don't. I don't know. It, I yeah, that's that's what I. That's pretty much what I got. I got. I got sold. I got sold. Uh, sold the world. And everything is fifty-fifty, and everything is this, and you know, and. You cook, if you cook, I'll do the dishes. And if I, if I cook, you do the, I, I got sold, the, I, I got, I got, you know, blindsided and sold the world to be, you know, basically put the world on my shoulders. And I'm just like, and now how this can't happen. You know what I mean? 
I'm not going to devote yeah. myself to yeah. my job because you want to spend more time as a family unit. When I had this, I had, you, I had this fucking job ten years before I met you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, really? You want me to devote myself and make less money? You, I mean, the only argument we never had was the amount of money. I mean, it, it was it was the amount of money. I mean, <coughs> she had her account. <coughs> I had my account. You had a house account. There was never an argument about how we were going to pay the bills, ever. Not one. I mean, hell, we went we went to some nice places. Never an argument about how we're gonna make make ends meet. Do you want to, me to you want me to demote myself so I can do more chores around the house? No, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> so she she wasn't a housekeeper, huh? Oh hell no. <laughs> Her house is clean when I met her. You know what I mean? I'm like. Wow, nice, you know, nice clean house. Everything's neat and organized. And as soon as I said I do, it went to shit in a handbasket. <laughs> wow. That's why I'm not married, by the way, everybody out there in the world. So yeah. and, uh, I'm not I'm not looking for one either. <laughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> I just uh I think I think old Mel left me in the dust. He took off out of that driveway like a bat out of hell and I haven't caught up with him yet. <laughs> I thought he was gonna take it easy because his primary chain was a little stretch and Yeah. I was, I was just jacking with him the other night when I said, When you need to come and pick up my bike, I said, Hell, what is you get work to push your bike up the buckhorn? Well, you know, uh, he's got them damn compression releases in there. And I do believe that they the threads are messed up in them. So I don't know if that's going to consist of having to take the, some caps off the top. I guess those, I, I don't think they're really heads. But where the spark plugs are at, that yeah, those are those top. are heads. Yeah, those are heads. Yeah, take. I'm assuming you have to take those off and and re re-tap those so you don't get all that metal and shit down in the cylinder. I I'd assume. Right. No. Yeah. You're 100 percent correct on that. I know he's not going to want to hear that. Now, what he can do for temporary, uh, temporarily is use um, uh, RTV, you know, thread, thread grippers. You know. Well, the pro... I think it might be all right if I can just I. They're kind of inset into the head, and I can't get a socket down in there far enough to get a hold of it. 
and I'm and the, it sits down in there so deep that I can barely get a wrench on it. I brought the wrench with me, so just in case he wants to give it a whirl and, and try to tighten it down the rest of the way, but I couldn't get it. I laid my god dang thumb open. It slipped off of there, and I hit that fin on the on the cylinder. Those fins that's on there, slice that yeah. damn thing were wide open, blood everywhere. Arr. So I kind of yeah. Now, now guys, now guys, now you know. I said earlier, I said yeah. You, everybody wouldn't under wouldn't understand that you know Brooke is you know part of the WAU and and she doesn't get enough credit. Hell, she's out there working on her old man old man's Harley. <laughs> With splicing her fucking finger open and tighten down a compression release. Yeah, but I don't do any of it for credit. Yeah. I'm happy to. I'm happy to do everything I do for the club for my husband. It makes me feel like part of the family, you know. I mean, that's what the family does: help each other out and take care of shit that needs to be done. <coughs> I love it when everybody gets together, and I mean, it's a pain in my ass to cook breakfast for all you guys, but (laughs) I mentioned mentioned that, too. (laughs) After everybody's done eating and they're all full and happy, it it makes my heart feel good, you know? Yeah, I said, Brooke is never, you know, Brooke is normally the first one up. She's either cooking breakfast or doing dishes. Yeah, but it's fucking true. I mean, you just verified that and mitigated it. <laughs> <laughs> I usually got a beer in my hand too. Yeah, well, you know, we we say we run everything 100% legal, but we didn't say we didn't drink. <laughs> right? Oh, there ain't nothing wrong with having a couple beers. As long as you no, have a dog and acting a fool. Whoa, I got police up here. I hope I got Mel pulled over. Huh? Huh? They got Mel pulled over? I don't know. I'm about to see. I don't I don't think so. It looks like there might be a car up there, but I'm fixing to pass them right now. No, he's got a car pulled over. Oh, damn, they got two cars pulled over. Must have been a wreck. Oh, shit, there's three. Oh, there's three cops there. Got. Oh, yeah, it don't look good. It looks like somebody might have been carrying something they wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Yep, that's why Mel's not there, because we do everything 100% legal. Yep, yep. Oh, he's got plates and everything. He's legal, beagle, legal, beagle. Oh, yeah. He just ain't got a speedometer. Huh? He he, He just doesn't have a speedometer. So when he does get pulled over... You know how fast you were going? No, officer, really, I don't. <laughs> I was doing three three grand on my RPMs. 
Yeah, I don't know how fast that is. How fast you clock me at? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I I really wish he had a speedometer on there, but he don't want one. He says they're for pussies. I know how fast I'm going. I <laughs> I, I doubt that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, especially with him and the boss get out there riding. Oh, it's really bad when uh, him and Boss would get out and Boss was on his chopper because I didn't have nothing on it either. So we really didn't know how fast we were going. I don't even think the Boss had a, 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 a RPM gauge on it, did he? No, he didn't even have a tack or nothing, no. No. <laughs> he had a hundred. He had a hundred twenty-seven cubic inch on that bad boy. <laughs> yeah. When we started floating and feeling a little light, that's when I got squirrely. Like, oh, slow down, boys. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm getting closer. I'm almost there. Yeah, Buckhorn's not that far from you guys. I mean, you know, which is good. Just in case RJ or somebody else gets overheated, they can go to the house and cool down. Oh, if RJ gets overheated, he just goes up to the bar. Well, they got an AC? Oh, yeah, it's nice and cool up there. He he spent, like the, like, the daytime up there hitting on all the girls. And, uh... When the sun went down, started cooling off. He'd come out to camp. Well, but last year his uh, air conditioner went out on him in the in the car on the way home. So that was the roughest for him going up, you know, up to Boston. What's that? Like three hours, I guess, up there. But no air, it was hot as a son of a bitch, too. Yeah, you guys sent me something about, I said, hey, getting some cooling towels at, you know, Walmart or whatever, and, you know, and, and you guys sent back something about, hey, uh, thanks, because uh, I guess there's a, there's a, there's a mayor in a certain town that's uh, paying criminals $10,000 to move out. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah, I wish I lived there. Oh, oh, he he made it sound real like real nice, you know. It, it, I'm not trying to push these guys out into other cities and stuff. I'm I'm trying, them, <laughs> I'm trying to give them the opportunity to start over, start fresh in another town, away from all the stuff that they are into here. And and uh, yeah, oh yeah, he made it sound real good. He just really wants some fuckers out of his town. <laughs> yeah. And it apparently pretty bad at $10,000 a pop. Yeah, that's a lot of taxpayer money. No, that's out of his own pocket, they said. What? It said it was out of his own pocket. No way. That's what the article said. Uh, give me a second, I'll be right back. 
So, uh, you guys got all the tents and everything set up at Buckhorn? Yeah, kind of, uh, got in a hurry to leave the house the second time and forgot our tent, so I guess we'll be taking one of the other ones. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we're, 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 we're organized like that. Yeah, shit happens. <laughs> oh, we're the, we're the world's worst when it comes to getting ready for something. You know, we've we've known this this was happening this weekend for a whole year. I mean, <laughs> uh, we wait till the day to pack everything, get everything ready, get organized. It never works. We always forget something. Yeah, I'll put more like that. I already took off, already took off for uh, Labor Day weekend uh, for the float trip. But uh, I'm not floating. Unless oh, I got a really, huh? Floating's fun, though. We camp overnight. It's a good time. No, I'm borrowing a buddy's airboat. Oh, you know, I got voted off the island last year, and I didn't even do anything wrong, so it's all up in the air on who gets voted off. Well, they can't catch the airboat. <laughs> they got to be some fast-pedaling motherfuckers to catch that airboat. Does it uh, <laughs> go over land and stuff, too? Uh, it only needs like, uh, what did my buddy say? Less than, he said it could go over less than an inch of water. How wide is it? Hell, I don't know. Uh, the fucking airboat. Yeah. I, I just say though, some of them. Some of the spots we gotta like push our canoes down to go under under uh, trees that's falling over. Oh, well, the airboat just jumped in. Oh. <laughs> All I gotta do is turn around and gas back. <laughs> <laughs> I figured me and RJ be on the airboat. You guys can paddle. There you go. Even though RJ probably choked the shit out of me by the time we get down that river. <laughs> oh, RJ'd have fun too if he could go, but I don't know if there's a canoe big enough for him. Oh, that 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 air that that fucking airboat will be. Yeah. Yeah, it's got two seats in the front and one seat up the top for the damn driver. Oh. Yeah, so he can take the two seats at the bottom. Oh, Lord, we went through old, uh, old McDeath this, this afternoon. Old Mel was starving to death, and we was in town, so we going through there, and 
you should have seen the lady that served us. I think she's probably lived at McDonald's her whole life, the, the way she looked. Mel's like, oh, she wouldn't want old Cortez in here, would she? Is that is that broad still on that shit? I haven't been watching much news lately. What do you mean? Oh, that broad that don't want cows to fart. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were talking about oh, it. Cortez or something. Huh? Whoa, shit. There, I, this semi just swerved. Thank God I was paying attention. You know, like the front push guard on a semi, the big beastly ones? There was one laying right in a damned road, right on the interstate. What? Yeah. That's going to suck to hit that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I wonder what that fucking semi hit. And how how's it still just laying there? You'd think somebody'd pick it up, move it. Well, you know, our our uh MODA ain't what it's quite up to standard. You know, they, they mow they mow the ditches and they just you know, there'll be a mattress laying there, blew off of somebody's car, truck. They just mow either over it or around it and just leave it lay there, all trashed up. They don't do a real good job of cleaning up our roads. Uh. Well, yeah, I guess that brush guard will be there for a while then. Uh, probably. <laughs> Unless that cop coming up the interstate sees it. Maybe he'll be the lucky one to hit it. Yeah. Oh, is there one oh, behind you? The old buckhorn exit. <coughs> I guess Boston Desi will be down tomorrow. Oh yeah, so I guess so I guess you guys got to go back and get your chat. <laughs> Do what? I said I guess you and Mel have to go back down and go get your tent. Um well Dennis will have his uh camper, so I don't know. I They'll probably, if they're smart, they'll stay in the camper. It'll be nice and cool. They got air conditioning and heat both. So whichever way it is, they can either cool off or warm up. But Desi, I think, will probably, she's got that hammock tent she likes putting up. Oh, the one that she got hit hit with by a tornado and got wound up in that motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, that one. When I flooded her tent. Oh, (laughs) shit. Yeah, I think I would have learned the first time the hammock's not a good idea to sleep out in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
But we, that tent that got left behind by one of the old brothers, he uh, he just left it sitting up in the woods and never he didn't care about it. I guess he just took off and left, and so we inherited that. We got that one set up. It's damn near as big as ours, so I guess we'll just have to take that one. It's a big one though, so that's all right. Yeah, that was funny that year that uh, I came out for the uh, bonfire, but I couldn't come out for the float trip, and I uh, tore up your tore up your catcher with, with the uh, challenger. You yeah. And I slept in there, and 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 then uh, they said, "Man, Mel, come in, storming, storming out of your tent." No, Somehow he was behind me. Huh? Somehow he is behind me. I don't know how he got behind me. He probably had to jump that damn guardrail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, when generally uh, when you're on a motorcycle and something like that's in the road, you got to pull your front tire up, let your back tire hit it, let, let your front tire come down. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you unless you're gonna smack it head on and go right over the handlebars. All right. Well, we are here, boys. RJ already down there. Oh hell, Mary. Yeah. Uh, RJ. Yeah, RJ's here. I just seen his car. Um, I guess I'm going to attempt to pull back down in here. I really don't want to. I'm not going to. That's too muddy in there. I'm just going to back in over, take my parking spot. The hell, RJ's is big enough to pick up your van. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I don't want to get stuck, so I'll just play it safe. Nice flat spot right here. That'll do me just fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, they already I got the over, I didn't mean to take over the show, but uh, it was like five minutes after. I'm like, well, I guess fucking Mel can't start the show. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me take Mel's phone so he can get on here with you. Okay. Yeah, it's been nice talking to you, bro. Hey, it's good talking to you, JD. I usually just listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the WAU is part of the show tonight. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mel put a thumbprint thing on his phone so I couldn't get in and call in on his. Oh, really? All right. Well, I'm going to get off here, J.D., and Mel is going to call in, and I will say good evening because I've got to go get some more stuff unpacked out of the van. All right. Well, hey, you guys have a good evening and a uh, safe weekend. All right. You too. We'll talk to you later.
Alrighty. All right, bye. Well, if anybody didn't know, that was uh, Mel's wife, uh, Brooke, part of the WAU. And like I said previously, that, um, you know, she's normally the first one up cooking us breakfast and, you know, getting us uh, guys ready for the day. And heck of a nice individual. I mean, you couldn't meet a, you couldn't meet a nicer down-to-earth person anywhere, I don't believe. Oh shit! I'm I gotta shed my leather and put on my cut, and I'm headed up towards the band, man. RJ Mary's <laughs> here. Uh, Who? RJ and Mary both are here. Mary, 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 Mary from Tennessee, and uh, RJ Green Bay. Uh, okay. I don't know what's going on there, bro, but all right. <laughs> well, uh, Mary's here to meet the boss, you know, and uh, oh, okay. she just beat him here. Oh, yeah. And then RJ is here to hang out and party for the weekend for one of the brothers. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 owes me, he owes me some pictures. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know you know how these rallies go. Oh, yeah. Well, you do. Well, I guess he already told you about the pictures. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Doing what? Uh, if you wait till tomorrow, you get your t shirt. Yeah, well, you ain't got to get up at 9 in the morning to stand in line for two hours. I got memories. That's all I got right there. You got you a what? I got memories. I don't need a shirt. No, you don't need the shirt. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's loaded. This is a spot, ain't it, Mary? It's nice. I like it. A little wet. A little wet. It poured till like, 1 o'clock today. Yeah. We got a real late start getting up here, but you seen the band shell down there. Did you dry, actually drive no, around actually, the camp? actually, I just had to. Hey, that looks like Mel LeBron right there. That's our tent. Yeah, you know. we're easy spot. Yeah. Yeah, the, we got the big cabin. Well, how have we been camping at how many times? I know which y'all's tent. All three of them. Who are you on the phone? This is, we're doing talk to you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I, I come up here. Hi, J.D. Hey, Mary, what's going on, sister? Not much. How are you? Oh, hell, I'm unfortunately hanging out here in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of sucks for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah, because there's a band over there about a hundred feet away. RJ's sitting at the bar. He's already halfway drunk. I've been feeding him alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he got early, right? about the same time as you. Uh, actually, a couple minutes I, used after him. I got. Um, I went to Walmart. Oh, got food. Oh yeah, so he got <laughs> right, right before you. Yeah. yeah, so RJ beat her here, but 
I tell Mary, I think Mary's there, RJ, or she should be. I got to get a shower. I'm going to get my bike, and I'm going to head that way. Yeah, yeah I did. I wanted to take a shower after I got the tent stuff. I learned my lesson on that. Looks like, it's hey, gosh. Stupid. It's it's It'll clear. It'll clear up. It'll get cool tonight. It's supposed to get down to 60. That's fine with me. I got a nice comfy bed. Yeah. If I make it to it. <laughs> we'll get the dome tops on our tent in case yeah. we uh, uh, get a little water tonight. I got extra. Sp- I got spray to spray them all with. It's been so wet, I had a chance to get out and do nothing. Well, I've got a tarp, too. I've got a couple of tarps. Yeah. In my bug out. Fast. Yeah, we got one tarp, too, for our little tent. That's what we're going to sleep yeah. in, the little one. I like that little tent. That's actually she said pretty- she forgot it. I'll be in countries for tonight. I'll be heading home to get my little set in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd she oh. go? Oh, you oh. talking about that little tent that I, I slept in this morning and I got, I got ratted out? Yeah. <laughs> no, Brooks got the lighter on. Hell, you were snoring last night. No, man, that was SSJD in there. I we slept in the house. <laughs> oh, you would. You'd fit right in here snoring. It's it's bikes all night, all day, all night, all day. I brought my headphones just in case. Oh, you're gonna need them. <laughs> you go to bed with sound of bikes. You wake up to the sound of bikes. It's all right. <laughs> About 25, 30 sites that they've, they've gotten done already. Man, I this tell you what, nice. if, my, if, my fuck, if my fucking boss is going to be a bitch tomorrow, yeah, I might just be up there fucking tomorrow night. You might be here. We got an extra tent already set up. I don't even need a tent. I'll sleep on my bike. <laughs> and that entices you a little bit to. I'll oh, drive my motherfucking Harley all the way up there. <laughs> you damn right. I tell you what. I was about ready to walk out five days ago, and I was ready to walk out today. Oh, yeah, just knowing we're all going to be up here at Buckhorn's killing you. No. What, five hours away? I've worked no. 45 hours. In, I've worked 45 hours in three days. <laughs> oh, shit. You worked the better over half. Yeah, eight, home eight hours a day, basically. All the bands in between songs, Brooke and Mary's on their way. They're right here now hopping up. Hopping the fence. Who? Brooke and Mary. Oh. Uh, Brooke and Mary. Yeah. I was waiting on the girls. I don't bail on them. <laughs> no. no. They should have two bands out here tonight, I think. Last year they had two. This is the pre-party. The, the function don't even start till tomorrow at noon. Everybody comes out the day before and sets up their tents, and the uh, Shrine Club puts on two bands for us. And we run in and out of their bar. What the oh, that girl. She's a military vet. And she's got a band. Uh, she plays here every year. She's comes. She's a cop over in Waynesville too. Hey, Brooke. 
off of a semi. It's on the exit 150. And uh, right at 150 or 151, I thought maybe she'd uh, have the local constable run down there and pick it up. <laughs> it, it won't fit in this trunk. 
<laughs> at least they can at least they can throw the bitch so the fucking no dot mows around it. Hey, how can you beat this, man? I just walk in the door. They got a whole uh like a lineup of food going on. For Trace, it's all free. Pork chop, mashed potatoes and gravy, vegetables. Oh, I'm stuck in my body. It's pretty good stuff. Well, I bet. I was just getting ready to tell Brooke I need to find some dinner. I walked in <laughs> and they was cooking right here. I said, looks like I'm too late for food. She said, no, you ain't. Yeah, you guys are you guys are camped out by the uh, the, the Christian brothers again, right? So they're gonna be cooking your breakfast. They usually camp right in front of me. Yeah, you can't come out of the tent without get, you get out there to pee, and they're calling you over for coffee. Yeah, that's uh, all good. Yeah, they usually got eggs and eggs <coughs> cooking. They get up early and clean the bathrooms and everything around here. Um, they're really good. They leave uh, soap and toothbrushes and everything in the bathroom in case you forgot yours. Uh, they're all wrapped up real nice. They put them in a little basket, full toothbrushes, and another basket full of toothpaste, all different kinds, little... uh sample size. And then right. you just take your food. Yeah. There's soap and stuff in there, shampoo, conditioner, everything a guy would need right in the bathroom waiting for you. All you got to bring is a towel. You don't even need a towel if you don't mind putting your clothes on wet. Yeah. Well, depends on how, on how hot it is. But yeah. It's good humidity. They got hot water all all day long out there in the showers. How do you like that? Yeah. You get up in the morning, you get a hot shower. You hang out, you sweat all day, you go take another hot shower. And, uh, yeah, man, you're, 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 de- you're depleting yep. our, uh, you're depleting our image of dirty, greasy bikers. Oh, the place is loaded with bikes. I bet you there's probably a thousand bikes here already. So we get three thousand bikers here this weekend. I already seen a couple of local guys from around St. Louis. You might have three thousand uh, one. Yeah, they usually got anywhere from twenty-five hundred to three thousand bikers that show up for this function. They always have a real good turnout here. That's why I like coming. It's a good time. There's not many fights. If if there's a fight, you don't really see it. You know somebody and you hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess guess you're listening to the I guess, uh, I guess you were, how many years in a row you've been out there? 
I've been coming up here about six or seven years before I got in the club. Oh, shit. So 16 years? Yeah. Most of them know me. Well, I I'm bet. I'm last people, man. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I was talking I, about I, I think I was talking about in my prelude to the show that uh, you know about the freaks of nature you know within this or within our so-called <laughs> yeah but I brought RJ last year and they all loved him he's that cool statistic so too and then uh, Boss will be down here yes, this year and he'll fit right in Oh, yeah, we tell totally see Boss and RJ. <laughs> They're going to fucking shit their pants. We had uh, the guy last year with us, uh, one of our brothers under the Aryan Nation patch. And he got a little bit of a response, but sadistic souls, they like sadistic souls. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we brought our hitman with us or something. Let me get up <laughs> okay. here by RJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't want to talk to country too much last year. He was, uh, country was, uh, this quiet guy running around raised hell. Uh, I ate that salad, RJ. You should have got them pork chops. Yeah, they are. You ate on the road. Fifteen hours of driving, rain, sleep, snow, and hail. <laughs> Get into those hot, muggy webs. Oh, God, I hate it already. And you know, JD, the bad part was when I went to get everything ready this morning, I would fire up, the battery was dead. Uh, and then the... Uh, and it was running like a piece of crap. I managed to get it here, though. Yeah. He, he, went, he just went that way with my class. I don't know what's going on. Back to Mel now, brother. Back to you. All right. Hey, J.D. Everything's starting to build up here, and I'm going to – I think I'm going to cut out on you. Well, we're going to go ahead and call this a show. We've been on here an hour and 32 minutes, so, uh, you know, I started it. Yeah, we'll call it an early night. Oh, hell yeah. And I'll and, report uh, back. I mean, Holy smoke, do you see that bartender? Do what? The long legged too. The bartender, I'm sure RJ's already picked up on her. No, she's married to the guy next, sitting next to me. Oh, it's the guy's wife. He ain't going to get her. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> he already knows that. <laughs> he already knew that well, though. <laughs> Holy shit, it's loud out here, JD. That's where the party's at. Yeah, I'll let you hear the listen to the music. We'll hold them up for 10 or so minutes. Uh, now I'll get you a picture of the broad and sing it in the band when she gets back up. Ah, uh, gonna let one of her. I can't sing right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. 
Did you hear that? Yeah. She's doing a pretty good job. She's a fat lady. Looks like a somebody dippy. <laughs> yeah, she's doing good. What time is it? 843. Uh, about an hour and 15 minutes last year, the first cities came out. 7 o'clock. Uh, well, that's what, that's what we'll be seeing here tonight. All weekend, on brats running around naked, loud music, and nothing but fun. All right, I'm going to say hell victory, J.D. I can't hear nothing. All right, well, hope it's you guys, and have a uh, good night and a safe time this weekend. And uh, I might be up there. I might not. Who knows? Well, I'm going to play by ear. And with that, brothers and sisters um, within the United States and around the world, um, as you can tell, we're bikers. We have fun, but we take shit from no one. Hell victory. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.